Hello, everybody, and welcome to Hill City's podcast. I'm George Bakalov, your host, and I'm here with Jeff Hagen, president and founder of Hill Cities. Jeff, it's good to be here once again here at the podcast. George, it's always good to be with you. Excellent. So um, today, uh, in this uh, in this on this episode, where we, I think we should talk a little bit about Hill Cities and the work that Hill Cities is doing here in the Twin Cities. Uh, recently, you had a leadership gathering. Um, tell us a little bit more about that. How did it go? Well, George, thanks for asking. And I think that it went very well. Um, I am committed to building a culture that is that is intentional and focuses on the presence of God as we approach Him in worship and through the Spirit of God. I really believe that a human being's spirit is like a flower that in the world and its system of, of competitiveness and of comparison, that the inner flower, the inner spirit closes down. And that it's in the environment of, of the presence of God and the spirit of grace and truth where our inner spirit opens up like a flower to, to, to blossom, to be open to God and to other people. So uh, it's, I really look at culture, uh, and I, I, I believe that the focus is intentionally building a culture of presence, of, of learning to be one with the Spirit of God and each other, that it's something that has to be sought, according to Matthew, that we have to seek this kingdom of God, and that he's called us to learn how to, how to worship him. You know, Jesus, uh, talked about abiding in the vine. And the, I was thinking about it the other day, and I thought, I bet abiding is a verb. And it is. And then I thought, I bet it's active. I always thought of it as passive. And so we're called to actively draw on the resources by faith over the vine. And I think that's why when Jesus said, blessed are the poor in spirit, when you understand you have poverty of spirit, that you need resources that are not your own, and we have to draw those into our, our being by faith from the, from the vine to the branch so that we can bear fruit. And you know, there's a commission that Jesus said, I'm, I'm, I did, you did not choose me, but I chose you to go and bear fruit. And so these groups that we're developing with this culture of intentional oneness of the Spirit. There is, to be able to go from those groups and to bear fruit requires people that are experiencing the grace and the truth of Jesus Christ and connecting with the Spirit by faith. Well, you mentioned commission. Um, you couldn't possibly uh, fulfill a commission without understanding your mission. Let's talk a little bit about the mission of Hill Cities. Um, help us uh, refresh our memory here as to what is the mission of Hill Cities? Well, George, the mission is serving men to go deeper with God and each other to fulfill their destiny. And as we were doing this leadership team meeting, I took them to Proverbs 24, 3 through 6, and it talks about by wisdom a house is built, and by knowledge the rooms are filled with every good thing. 
And, you know, the Bible says an abundance of many counselors is much wisdom. So I really draw on this group of leaders to help me clarify, you know, the, the process that we're engaged with and to, and to ask them if they would really help me build, in many ways, it's like a house, like Proverbs talks about, that it's God's house that we're building and everybody has a part to play. You know, Jesus said, I go to prepare a place for you. He wasn't talking about going to heaven and moving into a mansion in the sky. He was talking about connecting deeply with the Father, the Son, and the Spirit with each other, and then all of us playing our role in the kingdom. So that's essentially the mission. And uh, we, w we want to clarify that, you know, with the leadership so that they can be intentional about clarifying our intentions uh, in every group. And so in many ways, the group is, we're trying to build an upper room culture. And I asked the leaders, how can I best wash your feet? And in turn, that they in turn would ask the people in their groups the same because in many ways Jesus said the way you will distinguish yourself from everyone else is by your love for one another and unless you're abiding in the vine and drawing on those resources you're not really going to be able to love like that or to go into the world and bear fruit like that so the upper model was I mean the upper room was uh, or the upper room model as you call it um really represents uh, coming together um, around uh, a, this vision and this mission. Um, and, and I know there's difference between mission and vision. So tell us a little bit about that. How would you differentiate between the mission and the vision? And, mm -hmm. and maybe that's worked out in the upper room. <laughs> yeah, well, in some ways, the idea that mission is pretty much how you're going to uh, do something. All right, and vision is what you're going to do and what the end game is ultimately. And so, the, as I said, the mission is serving these men to go deeper with God and each other to fulfill their destiny. The vision is a vast network of these groups of men across our city who are fully alive spiritually and fully engaged in the good works that God created for them. I like that. Spiritually alive and fully engaged. And I have told these guys, George, that I really believe that in many ways the church is kind of, the way it works is kind of upside down, that it's pretty much building-centric as opposed to market-oriented. Mm -hmm. And that when you look at Jesus' commission, which is to go, um, this, these business people are already there. The question is, are they able to project the cause of Christ into their sector of the community, which requires the ability to take a stand spiritually? And so what we're doing in these groups is equipping them to be that tip of the spear, so to speak. Jesus said, the kingdom of heaven is like leaven. You know, it's injected into society, and they're already there. So I see them as right on the front lines, and so our, our role is to equip that process. So when you met with the leadership team, did you have any challenge for them, or how does that, um, how does that um, translate when it comes to, to the leadership team? Yes, George. You know, it's interesting. I, 
I asked them to go deeper in their understanding of the, the vision, which was pretty much unveiled to them as, as a group. And uh, the idea that I asked them if they would own it as their own and that it wouldn't be something that I was alone pushing uphill, but you know, it says many shoulders make the load light, that we would lock arms and, and engage with this larger vision together because ultimately they need to be able to identify new leaders in their groups and equip them to do the same thing that I'm doing. So I imagine the response was positive. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I certainly believe so. I think, to be honest, the, the, the commitment level I'm asking them for is a challenge that they all have to wrestle with in their spirit. Because it's, it's very easy to be overly committed to too many things and not focused. And so in many ways it's about how do you relate to the mission and how do you relate to the vision and do you align behind that? So people can um, jump in and, and participate and, and, and partner with, so to say, with uh, Hill Cities in different ways through prayer, perhaps, um, just giving some feedback, um, and, and also through giving, uh, like on our website. You can go to hillcities.org and you can, you can participate. You know, maybe you're too busy to be part of everything, but you can definitely get behind Hill Cities in, through giving, for example, right? Yeah, and by the way, that's that the biblical admonition or the challenge in Haggai, it's, it, it's interesting how Haggai went to the leadership of Israel and said, the Lord is saying it's time to rebuild the house of the Lord. And what's interesting is he said, but the people are saying it's not time. And so the Lord has asked you, why are you focused on your paneled houses when my house lies in ruins? So he said, now I want you to go up to the mountain and get the wood and begin to rebuild. And so that's really what we're seeking to do, George, right now is rebuild the house of the Lord in the marketplace where it is always intended to be and it, that it would become a bright light and let's call it a city on a hill. So I asked people, how is God stirring your heart? And we really would like feedback from you, but we'd also like your commitment to pray and to give to Hill Cities. And I think this being the last podcast for the year, we started this, um, believe it or not, a year has passed, and we started uh, in the beginning of this year. Um, I, I know that there's good feedback and people have been visiting the website, but we also want to invite you to share it with your friends, post it on social media, you know, and just make others, like other men, need to hear about this. So thanks for your help. If you have been sharing, if you have been getting the word out, uh, we appreciate that very much. But if you haven't, maybe uh, maybe you can do that. And mm -hmm. before the year is over, you can uh, dedicate a little bit of your giving uh, set, set aside for Hell Cities, but also to to just give us a shout out on social media. We have a Facebook page, we have a Twitter account, and also Jeff is on LinkedIn, so you can definitely do a little bit of sharing. And any closing words from you, Jeff? Well, George, I would just echo the same thing and uh, thank the people for listening. And uh, let's lock arms and follow the Lord together. Very good. Thanks for listening. And welcome back to hillcities.org, our website, to visit and check out the blog posts that uh, Jeff has been posting this year, as well as our podcast. We look forward to hearing from you. Goodbye. <laughs>